Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus, our weekly Bible study right here on our website. Once again, we welcome you to gather with us around the Word of God today and see what the Spirit of God is saying to the church and what the Spirit of God is shouting uh, to this fallen world today. We're going to be talking about a subject I believe we all can relate to, whether you're saved or you're not saved today. Amen. Because we're going to be talking about help for the hurting. Help for the hurting. Amen. We all hurt. There's a song, a pop song, but but that so many people related to, not too many months back, uh, said, everybody hurts sometime talking about broken relationships but there's so many things that living in a faulty body in a fallen world can cause us pain and when we have that pain it can only be relieved when we find a solution for it you know one of the one of the 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 scriptures that is misunderstood, uh, that I misunderstood initially was, was in Psalm 23 when it said, He anoints my head with oil. He anoints my head with oil. And I thought of the anointing. I thought of the oil poured over David. I'm Pentecostal. And, and when I see oil, I think of the Holy Spirit's and the anointing. And this Holy Spirit's anointing in particular. I think of that horn of oil poured over uh, young David's head when he was anointed to be king and, and a mighty warrior for God. Amen. I think of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. I think of oil in the lamp, a type of the Spirit of, of Christ and the Holy Spirit. But this oil was the healing oil, the healing balm uh, that was put on a head wound on a sheep, lest the, the flies come and infection get in it, and ultimately the sheep would die. Thou anoints my head means that something is being done to heal the hurt. And that's what we're talking about here in Psalm 107. We're going to read portions of this psalm today. And let me just give you a, a, a preface for it. The psalm tells of four different types of persons, all of whom are hurting. The first category of people give a testimony, giving testimony here, beginning in verse 4, are those who are wandering in a wilderness, in a desert region. They're looking for a city of habitation, or, or we might translate this more literally, they're looking for a place to sit. They're looking for a place to rest. You know, the Bible said of the wicked today, this is what the Bible says about every lost person and every person without Christ who has not been forgiven their sin. We're still in our sin and in our wickedness. And the scripture said the wicked are like the troubled sea whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. No place to sit. No, there's no rest. The Bible describes those in this world looking to the things of this world only to find fulfillment. They, they, they're ever getting, but never having enough. But godliness with contentment 
is great gain. Hallelujah. I call that the true riches. I was standing in a line at, a, I think, a Publix uh, and looking for waiting to be waited on. Uh, and, and I was looking on at, at the, uh, the tabloid magazines and, and all of these rich, famous, so-called successful by the standard of the world people and all of the divorce and all of the trouble and all of the turmoil that they are in. (laughs) Amen. And I thought, Lord, I am so glad that I didn't pursue what the world says will give you fulfillment, but I found what they need to find in you, the Lord Jesus Christ, and in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that I found help for my hurt. Praise God. And I found it in the Lord today. Amen. So it's they, they are looking for a guarded place here. One of the words that's translated thirsty here could also be translated frantic. These are frantic people searching for something to put their trust in, searching for something to hold on to. The uh, U2 hit uh, not too long ago said, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I've been all over the world. I've tried all kinds of things, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. The Rolling Stones, even before that, way back in my day, wrote the song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Brad Pitt, in, in years ago in Rolling Stone interview, Rolling Stone magazine, says, people look at me and they feel like I've got it made. And then he made the statement, I don't even know what it is is. He was still searching. We have all uh, searched for that, that person, that, that, uh, that career, that, that, that amount of wealth, that place that we could go and sit down and say, I have arrived. I'm at peace. I, I go frequently to where I gas up and I go in usually and get a cold drink uh, and, uh, and, and a young man that waits on me quite often said, we're so glad to see you because you're always so happy. And I told him, I said, well, I'm happy because I have help because people assume that if, you, if, if you're retired and you have a, a, a decent vehicle and you have your home, you don't have to work nine to five. I work 24 seven because I'm on call uh, in, in, in ministry. But listen, I, 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 I wanted him to know the reason for my happiness is not because of happenings. I have, I have, I've had loss of loved ones. I've had loss of friends. I've had enemies that I've had people betray me and my heart has been broken. The longer I live, the more broken things happen. And yet I have hope in God today. And so I told him, I said, well, there's a scripture. There's a scripture that says, happy is the man that hath the Lord God of Jacob for his help. You see, dear friend, I told him clearly, I am happy not because everything is happening perfect in my life, but because no matter what happens, I have help that comes from God. Amen. People are looking for something 
to fulfill them, a place to sit down. That's this category of people right here in Psalm 107 and verse 4 through 9. It says they wandered in a wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. I've been everywhere. I've looked everywhere. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. He led them forth by the right way that, that, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. One translation said, Praise the Lord for His unfailing love. Hallelujah. Even if you're lost today, He saves the lost. Even if your own foolishness, your own sin and folly got you into your predicament, if you'll come to Christ repenting of your sin, God will reach down to you wherever you are today. These helpless and wandering people are easy targets for Satan's solicitations. They seek peace and fulfillment through sinful practices. And the devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. He says, if you're hungry and thirsty and he offers you this to eat and this to drink, and yes, it's sinful, and yes, behind it, there's something very deadly and destructive, but we reach out for it because we're driven by that hunger and thirst. Oh, friend of mine, but if you find in Christ that he is the bread, you see he's addressing that spiritual hunger and spiritual thirst that Satan is capitalizing on that drives people to alcohol, to drugs, to to seek illicit sex for, for satisfaction, something to, to fill that void in our life. Friend of mine, I want you to know only one can fill that void, and that is Jesus Christ today. He said, I'm the true bread that came down out of heaven. Amen. He speaks of living water that he offers, the, the true, satisfying, thirst-slacking water. Praise God. Remember John's Gospel, chapter 4? A woman comes to the well. Jesus is weary, tells his disciples, go into the city, buy something to eat. And while he's waiting for them to return, a woman comes. She's drawing water from the well. She's a Gentile. Jews, typically in that day, had nothing to do with the Gentiles. Absolutely nothing to do with them. And yet this obvious holy Jewish man says unto her, Woman, give me to drink while she's drawing water. She was shocked and astounded that he would even speak to her. And as she drew him a drink of water, he said, When you come to this well, you come to this well, you will drink again. You'll keep coming back drinking again and again. And then he used that thirst for water, bringing her back again and again to talk about her life and her relationships. And he told her, he said, you've had five husbands. You see, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. You've had five husbands, and now you're just living with someone. You don't even have any confidence in a lasting relationship enough to make a commitment to it. 
because everything has been broken over and over and over again. And friend of mine, he said, but if you knew who said it to you, <laughs> give me to drink, you would ask of me, and I would give you living water, and you would never thirst again. This is for the soul. This is for the spirit. This is different from all of the alcohol and drugs and, and all of the sinful things that the world says this will satisfy you. Well, it doesn't because it cannot. Billy Graham quoted someone and made this saying very true and famous. He said, there is a God-shaped hole in the heart of every human being, and it is so vast, so big, so deep, only God can fill that vacuum. But God can, and I'm going to declare God will because of what Jesus said <laughs> to the woman at the well. She, she realized what she, she hadn't found what she was looking for. She was sinning, yes, but she was sinning while searching. And when she found, she didn't need to search through sin for that that God would grant her and God would give her and Christ was offering her. And she said, Sir, then give me then this water that I not thirst again. Amen. And at, at that encounter with Jesus, she cried out of her trouble. And he not only delivered her, forgave her sin and delivered her, but he understood why she was seeking fulfillment through those sins. She wasn't just wicked. She was hungry and thirsty and driven. And the devil says, oh, this will satisfy you. This person, this, this experience here, this will satisfy you. But it did not. Because it can not. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Praise God. To be lost means just what this psalm is addressing. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. And they found no city to dwell in. They found no place to sit. Helpless. These helpless and wandering people are always an easy target for the enemy because we are already hungry and thirsty and he offers us that that can never satisfy. I remember the song when I first got saved so many years ago as a young man. <laughs> I often say in a galaxy far, far away in a time long, long ago now, but I'll never forget the song that said I searched for him and knew not what I searched for. I longed for him and knew not what I longed for. Then I found Jesus, and I knew that I would search no more. He filled that longing down in my soul. Hallelujah. I'm so glad I found Jesus, and I'm so glad he filled the longing that caused me to seek through sin. A satisfaction that sin can't give anyone. I love the testimony of this young lady. I think her name is Jill. Listen, she said, when I was a little girl, not knowing the road I'd take, I chose the road that I thought I thought I thought had been laid out just for me. 
but I wound up on the bottom, so far down I could not see. Ten years of my life, you see, I wasted on that road. Cause on that road I chose came a dark and heavy load. And the dark and heavy load, you see, was drugs and alcohol. The alcohol I did put down, but the drugs I could not. After nearly dying, I got down on my knees and Listen, same thing as in this psalm. They cried unto the Lord. When we repent of our sin and cry out to God for help, He's not going to say, well, your sin got you in this good enough for you. He's going to help you. Just like He helps everyone who repents of their sin and cries out to Him for the help we need. After nearly dying, I got down on my knees and cried unto the Lord. Would you forgive me, please? I accepted the Lord Jesus, and it's through Him that I've been given a brand new start. It is through Him that I got my strength to put the drugs away. And it is through Jesus' love for me, I'm the woman I am today. Amen. And her name is Jill. The Lord and her favorite scripture is Psalm 40 and verse 1. She says, The Lord brought me up out of a horrible pit. Glory to God. Anyone who's never uh, dealt with addictions, whether it be to sex, whether it be to drugs, whether it be to alcohol, whether it be to fortune or fame, whatever that addiction is, it becomes a hole so deep and dark, you can't extract yourself from it without help. But the help comes from God. That's why David said, I looked unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. Listen, if you're lost, then you're wondering. The Bible says of you, if you're lost today, if you're without God, you're like a lost sheep. But I'm telling you, Jesus is searching for you today. He wants to save you. Praise God. He came to seek and to save that which was lost, to bring you up out of the horrible pit. Praise God. Oh, that men would praise Him for being that kind of a seeking Savior that came to seek and save. Amen. A day is coming when judgment is coming upon the whole world and, and everyone is, it's appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. That great white throne judgment is real and it's going to happen. But Jesus' mission wasn't to come to judge the earth. The earth had been judged. Man on it had been judged and in it and found to be wanting. And he came to seek and to save people that he understood that they were sinners in need of a Savior, but he understood why they were sinning. And he offered them living water, just like the woman at the well. And he offered them the true bread, that that would satisfy the hunger of our heart. Hallelujah. You see, Satan cannot deliver the fulfillment that he promises. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. Promising liberty, he brings people into bondage. Jesus, according to Luke 4.18, came to set 
at liberty them who were bruised. This word bruised here means shattered, broken. Amen. Listen, sin will literally shatter our lives. It will break us. <laughs> it will hurt us. Amen. But in His unfailing love, He deliberates the captives. Here in Psalm 107, once again, as we go down through it, let's read about that. This is the rebellious and the disobedient, held captive to sin and by sin. Listen to verse 10 of Psalm 107. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound with affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of the Lord and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. You see, reason people are hope, hopeless is because they feel helpless. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands asunder. <laughs> Amen. They, they were held by iron bars and he broke those bars. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands asunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness for the and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Glory be to God. You may be held by chains of habit that you could not break and you've given up on even trying to get free. But if you want to be free, the scripture says who the son, not who you're able to do in yourself, but who the son, the son of God, Jesus Christ, who the savior sets free is free indeed. This is genuine freedom. This is real freedom. Glory be to God. He not only saves the lost, amen, but He sets the captive free. You see, the second category we're describing in verse 10 are those dwelling in darkness, the shadow of death, prisoners in misery and chains because they'd rebelled against the Word of God. These people clearly are suffering the consequences of that rebellion. They've heard God's word. They've heard it spoken. They've seen it work, perhaps in the lives of others, but they've rejected it. Instead, have chosen to seek other ways of finding fulfillment in this world. And where do they find themselves? They find themselves prisoners in chains. You see, the devil is promising freedom, but he only offers this kind of bondage. He, he, he through promising freedom, Look, look, you, you don't have to live under anybody's rules. God's, your parents, your upbringing. You may have been raised in a Christian home. There have been serial killers that were raised in a Christian conservative home. But they sought their own way and went their own way. How can we apply that today? Who today is in chains? A prisoner of some type. 
There's lots of chains that can bind us. We can be slave to all kinds of different types of sin. We can be a slave to alcohol. We can also be a slave to bitterness and anger in our heart and unforgiveness. We want to get out of it, but we can't. We can be a slave to sexuality, to sexual sin or pornography. We can be a slave to all kinds of sinfulness. We could go on and on. We can also be a slave to good things. We can be a slave to our family. We can be bound to our family in such a way as to make us avoid activities that God says will hurt you and your family and your children. But this category of people here in verses 10 through 16 are those who are bound. They've tried to get out and they can't. Their own rebellion, their own sinfulness, their own hard-heartedness and hard-headedness has brought them to this place. But they can do nothing to free themselves without God's help. So they cried unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Repent of your sins and call unto God for the help that you need. He will help you. He will set you free. Luke 4.18 says, Christ has been anointed to preach deliverance to the captives. Hallelujah. Sin always brings bondage, but Jesus always brings freedom. True freedom who the sun sets free is free indeed it's real it's genuine it's bona fide (laughs) it's verified in every testimony of someone who was held in those chains that jesus set free praise god i like gino's testimony as we work to a close in this portion of this message today He said, my English is not good, but let me tell you how Jesus saved me from a cruel and dirty world. My uncle, I'm I'm sorry, yeah, Gino, uh, my uncle raped me for 10 years. This is a, a lady. I feared pregnancy, not knowing that men do not become pregnant. No, this is a man. I'm sorry, I'm reading Gino's testimony. My parents wanted me dead. My parents wanted me dead. I slept outside. My meals were thrown at me. I became an alcoholic, a drug addict, and a gay hooker. I left Curacao and moved to Holland. Three years ago, I couldn't take it anymore. I fell down on my knees and cried out to God, help me. I cannot live like this anymore. I don't want to be a gay man. Help me with my addiction problems. And he did. It was not easy. He gave me a beautiful wife and son. I can love a woman. He made me a man. God took all the evil from me in one day. Signed, Gino. And he... His favorite scripture. I love it when we find testimonies that include their favorite scripture because it's very telling about where they were and where God took them from. It's Psalm 128 and verse 4. The man is blessed who fears the Lord. That means who honors God 
a man who reverences God and His Word. Praise the Lord. Listen, God's love, dear friend, is stronger than man's rebellion and sin and bondage. Brian from Scotland, one more testimony. I was born in Scotland. My mother was a prostitute. My father was a drunk. I ran with the gangs. When I was 15, I tried heroin and fell in love with it. It was my lover, my wife, my everything. For the next 15 years, for the next 15 years, I worked in London in the film industry with a doctor who provided all the heroin I needed. On March 23rd, 1984, I walked into a church in Sussex, United Kingdom, and it was there that God touched me with a love so mighty that I could not mistake it. After a a real struggle with heroin. But today, I am happily married. In other words, there was a fight here to be fought. But God helped him win it. (laughs) I'm not telling you. There won't be a battle that will occur when you're, when, when the enemy is trying to hold you in that prison and God's come to set you free, the battle will just be with your weak flesh. It won't be with God's power to set you free. And if you'll keep your trust in God, He will break those bars of iron. Glory be to God. He says, today I'm happily married, live in an old farmhouse in Wales. He found that place to sit down, didn't he? He found that place where there is peace. He found that place where there's true fulfillment. <laughs> he might live. He, listen, people are trying to get the penthouse with all the riches and money and alcohol and drugs and, 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 and sexual sin and fame. Listen, he said, the day I'm happily married. <laughs> Hallelujah. And live in an old farmhouse in Wales. Without God, he said, I would be a dead man. But with God, I found that all things are possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, with God, with God's help, all things are possible today. Amen. If you are hurting, if you're hurting, I want you to know maybe the hurt is because of your own sin, but your sin God understands. He says it's because of your search for what only He can give you. And He cries out to you that you might cry out to Him for the help that you need. Come unto me. That's what the New Testament says. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. (laughs) Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me from weak and lowly in spirit and you will find Rest for your soul. He will save the lost who are searching through sin to find what they're looking for. Amen. He will set free those bound by those sinful practices that has given place to the devil in our life. Oh, friend of mine, God's love is stronger than our rebellion and sin's bondage. And today, if you won't run from Him, If you will, in fact, run to Him. Today, God stands ready to set you free. God stands ready. I dare say, 
that these people that have testified to God's unfailing love and God's mighty power with God's help. See, that's what Paul was talking about when he said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I'm not doing this because I'm so sanctified, I'm super holy, although he was sanctified and holy. He said, I'm overcoming because I have help. (laughs) I have help, and God's help for you today is offered. He loves you today. He loves you today. Run to him. Don't run from him. Repent of your sin and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then cry unto Him for deliverance. He was anointed to set at liberty those that are bruised and to set the captive free. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, if you know Jesus today and you are searching still, through the things of the world for that that only Christ can give you. Come back home to the Father's house. You'll find yourself just like the prodigal eating husk with the swine. Ah, but you can come home to the Father's house and you won't sleep in the barn and you won't get the leftovers from His table. You will get renewed in your sonship. And you will be able to sit down and taste the children's bread. And it will indeed satisfy the deepest longings of your soul. Hallelujah. God offers His help. Reach up because He's reaching out and down to you. In Jesus' name.